This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code PATCH12. Patch and the numbers 1 and 2. The Patch. This week, Gus, Ryan, Ashley, Gus. Wait, you forgot somebody. And Gus. No, no, you forgot somebody. What? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, and uh, <laughs> our gaming laptop. Special, special guest. Yeah. So I want to talk about... Have a, we named a, it yet? I, I called it Patch. Okay. Patch? Okay. We, we call it Patrick, Patrick, but we already have a Patrick working uh, yeah. in, the, in the control room, so it might get really... Can we call it confusing. Beta Patrick? Or? <laughs> Patrick Prime. <laughs> uh, I brought it on because I want to talk a bit about PC gaming and console gaming. Okay. Week, but look, I don't want to jump into that immediately, just <laughs> yet. excited Ryan is. Uh, I figure Ryan is uh, definitely a guy to talk about that kind of stuff, I as well as Ashley. Are you talk, yeah. yourself primarily a PC or a console gamer? I sort of go between the two. Like There are games that I you simply can't play on console, like SimCity. And mm-hmm. I'll be on, you know, on my PC, like playing that nonstop for twelve hours at a time. And then I'll go and I'll play a little bit of Zelda on yes, and then I'll go and I'll play um, Reckoning on. You're a floater. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a floater. Uh, right? Utility player. Basically, I'm cheating <laughs> on every platform with every other platform. I think I saw. Didn't you tweet this weekend that you just didn't want to go to bed? You just stayed in there with a cup of tea and Zelda all day. Oh, it was so <laughs> nice. Like I just had it next to the bed. I I wake up. I go ah. What a nice day. Reach over, grab the DS and go. <laughs> and then I just play until my fingers go numb, which they do while playing in bed for some reason. Yeah. That's not going to stop. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a circulation issue. All right. It absolutely <laughs> that's, that's, that's my fault. That's not Zelda's fault. So <laughs> even with consoles, new consoles having launched and, yep. you know, the release cycle for games kind of winding down since we're in a lull before the holidays, mm-hmm. I feel like there's still a lot going on. And you do the news every day. There's still a lot to report there's on. There's a ton. I... Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like we're still kind of in the discovery phase for both the, the new consoles that are out. So there's still stuff coming out associated with them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, completely aside, yeah, the gaming front, it's a little bit slow right now. But all the stuff, the you know, how many people are selling them, how many people are killing each other for them. Yeah. So, I still can't believe that. I can't wrap my head around it. So uh, apparently we have a couple of suggested names on Twitter real fast I want to get to <laughs> for the laptop. For the laptop, all right. El Pacho. El Pacho. <laughs> and Patchy. Patchy. Uh, Apache sounds like it's got the main. <laughs> you could call it Apache. Uh, Sony announced that they sold 2.1 million PS4s yep. so far worldwide. Uh, no real word on full numbers from Microsoft yet on the Xbox One, though. Which kind of yeah. makes you... They haven't, well, they haven't provided an update mm-hmm. since their like 24-hour number. Mm-hmm. So, Which makes you kind of think, well, they're probably good, but they're not PS4. Yeah, well, they good. released the statistics that they had, uh, which I have here in front of me, like how many zombies have been killed in uh-huh. Dead Rising, how many miles have been killed in But they did that the five. first day. Was that the first day? That was within the first 24 hours. They uh, were like, you guys, or the first 48 maybe. It was like, no, right, it was yeah. basically like, I think they put that out the Monday after. So I they think, said, in the first 24 hours, we sold this many, and so far you guys have killed this many zombies. Both. I don't know if they've updated it since then, but that's um, when that stat was initially available. Like, you've driven, you know, 20, like, was it 60 it's, million miles? Yeah, over 3 billion zombies killed in Dead Rising 3, over 90 million miles driven in Forza 5. Uh, it's a lot. I think the latest metric, though, was the number of hours online, right? What's the uh, most recent thing they put out? Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. I had to scroll down. <laughs> um, 186 million enemies defeated in Rise, 150 million combos in Killer Instinct, 415 million gamer score achieved. Uh, I don't see it online time, though. I'm, I'm zero of that. You know, my only achievement on Xbox One is so far? 
Day one, one achievement. Nice. <laughs> QR code, Xbox code. Yeah, I, I, I tried, I tried Xbox redeem code, Xbox scan code. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I tried a bunch of different things. And finally, I looked at the stupid card and read it. It's like, okay, Xbox, use a code. It says it on there. And then it immediately goes, <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, there we go. So I, I mean, I, I've played with, uh, so I spent the whole Thanksgiving weekend. I took Xbox home. I played with the whole TV, DVR stuff. I played with the PS4 a little bit more. Uh, I still don't really care about the Kinect, honestly. It does nothing for me. The, uh, it's convenient sometimes. Um, I think it's because I just don't like to talk. I don't want to talk to my appliance. I don't want to say dishwasher go. That way, but yeah. <laughs> but the thing I wish you could do is I wish you could bind your own phrases. That would be nice. Because as it is, you yeah. have to learn the semantics that it's expecting in order mm-hmm. to do things. Like the, inter- the interesting thing is yeah. how you can turn it on by saying Xbox on. But to, tur- I'm, to turn it off is a totally different thing, which I'm not going to say because people watch, <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> I don't want their systems turning off. Oh, they'd have to confirm it, remember? Yeah, but that's uh, why you throw the yes at the end. But <laughs> there was a, a a list compiled, I think, in the gaming subreddit. Uh, some guy like just wrote a ton of like wish list improvements mm-hmm. for Xbox One, and I think those were some of them. I mean, the ability to disable the uh, turn off feature. Uh, that would be nice. Custom phrasing. Uh, I forget. There was a bunch of them. I wish it was a little think, bit more like Siri. I don't want to train me. I want to train it. Yeah. And I think some I'm of that. I'm the adult. Some of that <laughs> would probably. I bought you. <laughs> you listen to me. Exactly. Some of that would probably be pretty difficult without going to a more always on scheme because without that back end functionality, then I it wonder, would get really dumb. I wonder if that was ever part of the roadmap before they changed it. Could've I mean, been. I guess we'll never know, but that's like, that's it a dream really, scenario. Yeah. I don't know. It's. It, until it gets to the point where it's more efficient for me to say the command than it is to go beep, beep, it's, uh, I don't know. Especially in those of us that are, I don't know how you feel about this, Gus, sometimes, but, uh, you know, those of us married, have significant others at home, you don't want to be like, Xbox, <laughs> t- TV? Or there's always the good thing, like in Rise, where it's like you use that interactively to do things like launch arrows, and I think... They have this concept of what this person looks like sitting in their room. They're like, fire arrows! And then, you know, all immersive. And then what it really comes out to be like is, uh, fire arrows? So basically uh, fire, exactly fire what the Wii remote was like. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. I, I joked uh, with Bernie that, it's you know, in Dead Rising, you can tell psychopaths that they're crazy. <laughs> you're you say you're crazy. crazy. But it, yeah, I'm so embarrassed. Like, I want to, like, cover my mouth and be like, you're crazy. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're crazy. You know what, though? Bernie does it all the time. At <laughs> the time, I'll be, I'll be at... Like using the computer, playing some studio or whatever, and I take the headphones off and go, "What?" And he's just going, "You're crazy." Yeah. <laughs> and then she and I'm just going, "Yeah, I'm not. Th- I'm not sure he's the one who's crazy." Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like who's really the crazy person? In this area? Like, you thought people looked crazy walking down the street with Bluetooth headsets? What about the person with nothing who's just like shouting, <laughs> shouting at a TV screen? <laughs> Uh, but the, the list this guy has, so he made a website mm-hmm. for it. I think it's xboxfeedback.com. It's pretty comprehensive, and I think there's a lot of good suggestions in here. Yeah. And it could be things that are already being worked on, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for like a, uh, an upcoming I mean, update. the UI's definitely got a long way to go. I mean, there's the just the navigation of achievements is kind of abysmal right now. It's, it's, it's weird slow. to me that they made the achievements uh-huh. individually bigger. And it's an app. So you end up in this situation, and this is what I was just playing with. So... I'm in Dead Rising. I want to see my achievements. I go to the guide. I go to my achievements app, which isn't necessarily pinned to your homepage. It could right. wander off and you, unless you pinned it to the side. You go in there. You look at your achievement. You hit B. That goes to your big window. And so now if you were to try and that where Dead Rising was, yeah. 
and Dead Rising is now a little thing down here. Or you can just keep hitting B, and eventually or, you'll get back out. What you out. could also do is when you're looking at the achievement, there's a button that says play. Is there one that takes you straight back? Yeah, in? and if you okay. go to the button that says play, then that goes you straight back. It's into the really game. not intuitive though. It's all over the place. Off to the yeah. side, like if you just go Xbox Snap achievements, and then does oh, that work? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't, I've never thought about I snapping it. it. I mean, the it's the whole thing just feels slow to me and non-direct. Hasn't like, Microsoft actually it used sort to of apologized that the UI is kind of a step back? Larry Herb, I believe, has already posted that they are taking all of the feedback they're getting and, and having. Did I say his name right? Larry Herb. Yeah. Herb. Herb. Xbox's Major Herb. Nelson. Yeah. Major Nelson has already, <laughs> I, I believe, announced that they've, they're taking all that feedback. And I gotta give them some credit. So they're trolling this guy's side, basically. You, they're just uh, going through and being like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Man. be like, why didn't we think of that? Where was our QA team? Ooh. <laughs> uh, I mean. Why have a QA team when you have the internet? Fair enough. That's the best QA ever. Just bounce it off everybody. Yeah, it's like a hive mind. You know, yeah. you give it to a bunch of different people and I let th- them work at it. I, I will give you know, Xbox or Minecraft, Minecraft. I will give Microsoft, that's the company, a little bit of credit in this regard because the whole time they've been pushing this one, they've had a lot of ideas that haven't resonated with people and they've actually been very good about addressing them for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I expect that they will actually turn around and, and deliver a product that we'll like a lot more. Uh, obviously, Sony doesn't have as far to go. Yeah. They're in much better shape right now. Uh, the downside for me, though, I think, like, I... I don't like the UI really on 360, right? Or Xbox One. There are too many consoles on one right now, but there's more games I want to play there. Like the PS4 feels like a better platform, but there's nothing I want to do on it. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about both of them right now. Uh-huh. We have both of them at home, and I've turned them on, and I've been like, that looks really cool. Uh-huh. And then I go and I play on my PC. Yeah. I- because I'm still waiting for a game to come out that's more up my alley. I'm terrible at racing games. I'll spend the whole time on the on the guardrail. I'm not great with zombies. I just I've had zombie fatigue since zombies were a thing. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, well, you better hope the revolution never comes because then you're in trouble. You just when the zombies come shambling down the street and you're like, ah, you're like I'm just, so tired. I'm of too you. tired for this. Just get out of here. You've been done. <laughs> I don't want to duct tape anything together I don't wanna, to fight you. Yeah, I don't want to see any zombies. I don't want to see any aliens. I don't want to see any Nazis. All no. of you, just get out of here. Get out. You're done. Just bring me my zoo animals. <laughs> so you're, are you playing, is that what you're playing then, Zoo Tycoon? I think I'm going to download the demo because out of everything, that's the one that seems like the most, it appeals to me the most. When I when the 360 came out, the first game that I really got attached to was Cameo, which I know everyone says is terrible, but I loved it. And it was it's, the, it's that the bright, that it's, it was bright, <laughs> it was colorful, it was, you know, it was fun, it wasn't you know, all bloody and stuff, which, you know, is, you know, good in its own right, but, like, totally different. Mm-hmm. I want either that or I want Fallout. Oh, Fallout. Yeah, so what's the deal with that Survivor 2299 site? Is, is, so no one even knows if it's real or trolling yet. No, I'm going to say, based on uh, how elaborate it's getting and how much work would have had to go into it to get the, you know, the encryption and all that stuff to the level where it's actually taking people time to, like as a group, decrypt and figure out what it all means. That just seems way too much for, like, some dude. <laughs> Which is exactly why some dude would absolutely do this. If, but... if, if some dude did this, then I will give him a high five and a medal, <laughs> and then I'll punch him in the face. Do it. Because it's, a, like, just being, along for the, <laughs> just being along for the ride is fantastic. Like, it's becoming such a cool narrative 
that it's worth it in its own right. But if it's fake, I will be so <laughs> Well, I felt like early on, I mean, I, I, I want to believe it's real, but I feel like early on they were monitoring, whoever's running the site was monitoring what the internet was saying about them and was making updates. They absolutely are. But if I was, if I was the marketing agency in charge of that product, that is exactly what I would do. Hmm. It's like if they would, you know, they would go, Oh, that's right. We are in Europe, which is apparently how Europeans talk. I'm really sorry about that. I'm somewhere in Europe. Uh, maybe. <laughs> and, you know, and accidentally got the date wrong. So yeah. they swapped the date. Then they did it both ways and they updated all this stuff. But like everything that's been going since, it's just too good. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like it's too subtle in some ways. The, 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 the most damning thing to me, and I don't know if it's changed, but when the site first launched, it was being hosted in Australia. Um, Bethesda has none of their websites hosted in Australia. It was like some... No, but they did just launch uh, Bethesda Arm in Australia. Oh, did they? Yeah, mm-hmm. like they um, they were going through um, an agency down there for a while called One to Another, and they decided to open their own, <laughs> like like their own branch down there. So it's not, you know, out of reason. I really doubt they're running it out of their marketing office, but you well, never know. Maybe they were running the project. Here's the thing, though. Okay, so everybody is now leaning very heavily in the direction of thinking this is Fallout 4. Well, we all really want it re- to be. Yeah, really want it to be. So what's what's the backlash on this if it turns out to be something completely different? They're yes. like, hey, it's you know a, a new other game that's not Fallout, but it's really great. And everybody's like, mm. It's not Fallout. If it turns it's not out to be not Fallout. I'm thinking internet lynch mob. It's, I'm th- hey guys, yeah, it's you- Brink Two. <laughs> <laughs> it would really need to be on top of it right now and be like, uh, no, 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 not not Fallout, but really good. Like, I'm gonna just go ahead and push that out there. So maybe that's. But they're specifically well referring to vaults. In yeah. fact, this might be one of the um, experimental vaults. So they had what one um, 101 actual vaults, and they had another like 20 that were the experimental vaults. Well, the vault that they're talking about in this narrative is Vault 119. Mm-hmm. So it'd be one of the experimental vaults. It'd be an experimental vault, which I think is really interesting. I think that that would be a lot of fun to see, like, how twisted up it is. Well, they did, like, crazy experiments, right? Like, psychological yeah. experiments where they were observing the people and how they would behave. I did, they did some of those in the under 101, right? I mean, yeah. a lot of the vaults were just kind of crazy, like, oh, this one doesn't have water. Let's see what they do. Yeah, I don't know what order they went in. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm you know, I don't claim to be an expert on the Fallout universe in any way. So I don't know if it was the first 20 or the last 20 or scattered through. But I like the idea of it being an experimental vault. Where would you like this one to be set? Like, okay, so they've done Vegas. They've done D.C. Uh, Philly, or was it, what was the one? Pittsburgh. Yeah, the pit. The pit showed up. So The, the early indicators were that it, w- that it might be in Europe. Everyone thought that maybe that's why okay. they were doing the date backwards. Well, uh-huh. not not backwards. I'm, <laughs> backwards. Again, I'm sorry, you know the Europeans. Way Europeans do. Um, How would they say it if they were talking? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <Jolly> good. <laughs> um, but they were saying that maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, as this whole thing has progressed, they've been talking about um, there's, I guess, a, a dam or a lake or a reservoir okay. um, that they they reference by name, and they talk about like a couple things that are just in that area. So they're thinking, it, even though Bethesda kind of, I think they denied it, that uh-huh. it would be set in, you know, that Massachusetts area, that it actually is. Yeah, I think if I recall, mm-hmm. the audio files that were playing, the, the audio file that was playing Morse code initially had a file name that said Bridgeport, 
And then the other, there was a commented out file name that was like Falls River. And Bridgeport, of course, is sitting in Connecticut. Falls River is in Massachusetts. They're like 200 miles apart. So did you I actually think. know that or did you? I had look looked it up. it up. Okay. I went a little crazy when the sure. site first came out. There's I just this, want to make sure. There's a really cool Google Doc that, um, that people are all contributing to as they sort of decode this stuff. It's insane. So how long does it take before it fills up with just like dick, stick, 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 sticks? <laughs> I mean, in the open Google Doc, like that goes to hell almost immediately, right? <laughs> That's true, but you know, Wikipedia too. Fair enough. <laughs> I think we're having an emergency. Uh, so uh, let me take a second here to read this. <laughs> now that we got great audio, <laughs> uh, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the Patch is brought to you by Squarespace, the fast and easy way to create your own professional website, portfolio, or online store. Squarespace has been around for nine years, and they're constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and even better support. You can also easily embed a Twitch TV player into any page on your Squarespace website, so you can share your favorite gaming moment. Squarespace starts at just $8 a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. So if you haven't already, give Squarespace a try. You don't need a credit card. Just start building your website. When you decide to sign up, use offer code PATCH12. That's PATCH and the numbers 1 and 2 to get 10% off and to show your support for the patch. That's squarespace.com, offer code PATCH12. PATCH and the numbers 1 and 2. Uh, love Squarespace. Fantastic service. Great way to write your own website where you can do things like Debate the merits of PCs versus consoles. <laughs> I was going to say, now you know where you make websites on PCs. Now we talked about P- uh, the, all the console stuff. Let's uh, let's move over so to this. So there, there were a couple of news so stories. Cool. There's that, a lot of really cool stuff with PCs yeah. going on right now. And I feel like a lot of it's centered around NVIDIA. Um, yeah. So first of all, you, you, the, apparently this has been out a while. I just learned about it this past week. Mm-hmm. Was the shadow play feature uh-huh. uh, now in the latest NVIDIA drivers? It's in uh, 600 series and higher. Yeah. Of the card lines yes so anything below that you won't have this function so uh it's in the 331.83 and newer drivers i think i'm going off the top of my head i may be wrong they got a lot of numbers so essentially um it's game capture in the in the video card yeah so it uses the gpu cycles to save like the last 20 to buffer the last 20 minutes of everything that's gone through your video card and you can hit like a user-defined keystroke and it'll dump the last 20 minutes of your gameplay to Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, then 4 file. Wow, that's that really cool. Uh, and it has almost no overhead on your gameplay. Like normally you run capture software and the additional overhead of the software as well as the disk writes can yeah. cause a uh, performance impact. But with shadow play, it's just always running. It's always there. It's a very minimal impact. Yeah, on the DVR is always there. Uh, and then you also could use it essentially like Fraps and have it just record your entire session. It's not limited to the 20 minute mm-hmm. mark if you are actively capturing. Right. Uh, and I believe Twitch streaming is coming. It's not there yet. Yes, but uh, it's on the board. Yeah, they have uh, st- streaming is in the roadmap. Uh huh. Which is which is awesome. I mean, that's and the Xbox One, of course, does something really similar where mm-hmm. you can say, you know, Xbox record that, and you get a buffer up to like the last five minutes. Enjoy that, everyone who's running their Xbox right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, watch it over and over. Uh, but I like that kind of stuff, I, and I, I find the record that and the DVR functionality really useful mm-hmm. on the Xbox, especially because. Uh, right now I'm playing a lot of Power Star Golf. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, 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 you mess up on your stroke. You're like, what the fuck? Did I really miss that? And then you, you go back and be like, oh yeah, I guess I, I did Let's miss look at that. the tape. Yeah. Take it back to the tape. It's like instant replay. <laughs> um, the other thing that, yeah, what was it? Well, uh, NVIDIA is kind of at the center of a bunch of things. I yeah. mean, they were, uh, one of the ones that were saying, you know, ah, forget the consoles. Why don't you come over and play PC? Which is a funny statement, uh, I think, especially coming from them because, uh, the, both consoles are actually AMD based. So NVIDIA has, you know, no stake in that. And they're sure, why not? Yeah, come play PC. And as part of that, they've got their own kind of the uh, the shield 
which is kind of like the Vita Play, essentially. You can stream games to it, mm-hmm. a handheld device. And now they've even talked about having it stream to a TV. You can right. use the Shield as a pass-through to put it on your TV. So you can stream games from your computer to anywhere in your house, essentially. And didn't they just launch a new a new beta or a new part of that functionality? Like, it was in the last couple of days. Let me look it up, because I, I saw something about I that. I think the TV part was... Yeah, I think was the TV that part what I heard about? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the guy you're talking about, uh, I don't know what he does in a video. His name's Matt Wright. <laughs> he was uh, being interviewed by MCV, and uh, he said essentially what you're saying, like... He, they're preparing for small form factor PCs to be a viable alternative to next gen consoles. So, like the Steam machines. Right. So yep. th- that's exactly what it made me think about, and it makes me th- think that they've got to be ramping up interest in things like Steam machines. You know, the the thing that I've always liked about consoles, and the thing that attracts me to them, is you know, if you don't have a lot of time, the ease of use. You know, I turn on a console, I put in a disc, it's going to run. If I bought the disc for my platform, it's going to run. You don't have to worry about like system requirements. Uh, it's just like an all-in-one easy solution. Even though it may not, well, and that's, I think what I like about the PC though is, well, in one, Steam is actually kind of taking care of a lot of that. And that was another piece of news is they're up to what, 7 million concurrent users? 7 million. They have more, there are more users on Steam than there are on Xbox Live. Yes. And Xbox Live, I believe, is the biggest gaming platform to stack up to it. I like believe so. That is, it's in second after Steam. Yes, I believe so. Uh, and I believe now there's there have actually been some titles with Steam that have integrated kind of an idea of what you're talking about where they'll help you fix your drivers. Oh, like, really? Oh, you, your driver's not up to date. Get this driver and then it'll do that. Oh, that uh, sounds so nice. That's always been the, all that the challenge you. with PC is going, mm-hmm. I don't know, do I have the newest drivers? Are they optimized for this game? Not sure. Time to check. Steam is, is taking care of a lot of those worries for you. It also will usually, you know, you'll know going in whether you can play it. And the thing about PC is, or what I particularly like about it, is you say that, you know, it'll look a certain way on the consoles. Well, on the on PC, you can make it look better than that certain That's way. true. But, I mean, but you ha- you definitely have to work for it, and you have to have a level of knowledge. Like, the, like I, 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 well, I had a problem recently yeah. that I think, you know, I, mm-hmm. I game a lot, so I'm able to find it easily. But I think about, like, your average mm-hmm. game player. So, you know, this we, we do a lot of game capture on this particular laptop. Mm-hmm. And I was capturing some Assassin's Creed 4 stuff. And I was like, man, the, the frame rate's a little a little low. And I looked, I was like, oh, I recently upgraded my driver and it disabled SLI uh-huh. on the video card. It's like, oh, okay, well, you just have to re-enable it and reboot, and you're fine. But it's like, but what you if you didn't know that? In. Most right. like a lot of people who play on consoles play because they don't have to know any of that. That, that that's what I'm saying. It's like it's it's an no. easier well, and I mean, solution. to be fair, if you have an SLI configuration, you probably are the kind of person that would look for that. <laughs> Very good counterpoint. I mean, that's not your your average users. Hardware setup. So uh, the more advanced users are going to have more advanced problems. Mm. I, I guess that's true. You're adding a layer of complexity. Yeah. But it, then again, if you're willing to work for it, you also get a lot more out of it. That's true. So you can have multiple mm-hmm. video cards. You're going to have everything. You can get in, like just insane. You can be playing at 4K now. That's what always has made me laugh through this whole... That's actually someone's drilling into the back of my head. You just can't see it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> dropping them in directly onto our microphone. Uh-huh. Uh, but during this whole console debate, we're like, oh, ours is running at 1080. Oh, no, ours is only going to be 720. It's like, PC's been running at you know, 1080 plus for years. Yeah, but uh, it's years. still, and, and that's one of my bigger gripes when it comes to, and this is a, it's a separate gripe from mm-hmm. like a whole like, console PC thing, is I have a gripe with the fact that displays still lag at that 1080 mark. That is absolutely true, and that bugs the heck out it's of me. It's like, why is it so difficult to find a uh-huh. display 
that can show more than 10, 1080 lines. I mean, and to be fair, Apple does make a lot of uh, monitors that do. Yeah. Their cinema displays, they're just very expensive compared to your 1080s. Your, the price point on your 1080 monitors has come down so far. I mean, you can get one for, well, I mean, 1080 is standard now, so you can get one for one 200 bucks. Yeah. Even a 20, I saw some over the I, deals. I think that's what you guys use. You guys use like little 1080 monitors for Achievement Hunter. We do, they're yeah. They're like 24 inch displays. I think they were like 150 yeah. bucks or something like that. Yeah, those are, most of those are just TVs. They're okay. not actually computer monitors. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're not expensive. Well, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. But then the next point up to get to a 2550 monitor, right, 25 by 14 something, I forget the numbers. It's 2550 by 1536 or something like that? 2560 so, by 1536, I think? Somewhere in there, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the next step up, which is generally accepted, it, the price jumps by $400, $500. Mm-hmm. Then there's been no movement in that. Like, it's not coming down. I, I saw that the other day Dell announced that they were going to start shipping some 4K monitors this mm-hmm. month. I want to say it was a 24 and a 32-inch monitor, uh, but they were kind of expensive. The 24-inch monitor was like... Oh god, I'm talking out my ass here. The 24 inch monitor was like 16 or 1700 bucks, and the 32 inch 4K display was uh, $3,500. But they said that they're going to launch a 28 inch 4K display next year in a sub $1,000 price point. I'm I'm really interested to see how that looks because at a certain point, 4K is overkill for something that you're sitting four feet away from. I mean, there's only so much pixels oh, you can actually perceive. I guess we have a, a graphic here that might be oh, okay. uh, useful for some people who are listening or watching the stream. Mm-hmm. Sorry if you're listening. You can see a comparison of different resolutions and how many more pixels and how yeah. much more you can see. So on the low-end DV there, that's just your standard definition. 720p, 1080p, of course, normal high-def mm-hmm. formats. And you can see how many more pixels are exactly in a 4K uh, resolution. 4K you know, is essentially four times the number yeah. of pixels in a 1080p stream. So, I mean, it, it, the only thing, if you're looking at a, a display and it's showing the same image on and 1080 and 4K, the only place you're going to notice a sharp difference, aside from aliasing, which going up to a 4K display will pretty much alleviate any need for any kind of anti-aliasing. It just won't be it Because of the pixel density? The pixel density is so, so much that it, you'll just have a straight line. Uh, but it's the fine details. And you, you'll still see this in PS4 stuff today, like uh, the trees in Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. As the camera moves, you see like a little kind of jitter. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a little bit of fractal kind of noise. And that's what you'll see go away. But aside from that, you're not going to be able we, to tell a lot. We, we actually have a, a, a clip that may uh, show some of that. I don't know if anyone in the control room can hear me. If, if we could show, pull up the clip for the Assassin's Creed 4, the one called Sync. Uh, I took some, some comparison footage for... The Xbox 360, the Xbox One, and running on this machine. Nice. And uh, cut them all together to show the difference uh-huh. uh, in between all of them. So all a recorded bug. at 1080. This is all recorded at 1080p. Okay. If you're watching the stream right now, that we're playing back at 720p, so it's compressed down a little bit. But uh, right. those trees are in a totally different place. That was very fast. Uh, so that's, that's a, a quick little shot. Uh, but uh, it really showcases how much more uh, mm-hmm. you know power there is there. Well, I think what you'll notice m- most strongly in the, a PC render would be your shadows are going to look better, your uh, your ambient occlusion is going to be stronger, uh, and then your fine detail is going to be a little bit clearer. Yeah, well, uh, we have uh, I don't have a clip showing it explicitly, mm-hmm. but you know I played both or all three versions of mm-hmm. that game for quite a bit to capture and uh, the tattoos on that character 
uh-huh. uh, you really can't see them. They're really muddy on the 360. Uh-huh. On the Xbox One, they're a lot crisper. Then on the PC, they were just like, you could see every line. They look like actual uh-huh. tattoos and not just a stamp. Do you think tattoos are going to become the new water? That's why everyone's going to be like, look at the graphics on this game. I mean, look at that guy's tattoos, right? Well, I feel like I, 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 it's funny you, you joke about that. I feel like for the past couple of years uh, in some sports games, they, they market it like that. Like it's really a That's big true. deal. It's like, look, we have all these unique textures. You can uh-huh. see his freckles. Yeah. And, then, and then the sweat. The tattoo really. <laughs> sweat uh, technology. Uh, but is, not, is there something kind of funny about having sweat technology for people who are staying indoors and not going outside and sweating? Like, <laughs> man, that's what it would look like well, if I went outside. <laughs> no one's saying they're not sweating. They're just not doing it through physical labor. That is, well, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you work in the Achievement Hunter office. We're sweating all the time even though we're playing video games. Well, yeah, you all have a hot office. Y'all yeah, have you a guys lot are in of, a hot box. Uh, we are. We're pretty much. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm cooked. I'm, I'm actually done. If I had a little turkey thing, it'd go. <laughs> you all have a lot it's of equipment right in there. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I, I think each has its has its place. Um, it does, but the PC is clearly better. <laughs> I mean, its place is just on top of the others. <laughs> I mean, if like first is, is place, this, right? is this your PC master race uh, <laughs> coming out in you? I appreciate all consoles, all gaming equally, except for the PC, which is better than them. <laughs> well, it, it does have some utility. Uh, you it know, does like have some utility. I, like I've been capturing. That's what you say about consoles. Oh well, they play games, but they do have some utility. The PC <laughs> is actually the thing that has all the utility. Utility and then it, it has games that are, are surplus. I what I find interesting though is like so you're getting into this 4K technology. Everything mm-hmm. is super super powerful, and then there's all these games that are sort of going backwards and they're going into mm-hmm. 2D and they're going into like the uh-huh. sort of 8-bit pixel look. Like um, was the beta for Starbound started today? That's right. And that's like a 2D sort of pixel based, you know, procedurally generated. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of technology behind it, but like on the surface, it actually looks like. A, Adorably and very intentionally primitive. <laughs> well, I think a lot of that is inspired by the success that Minecraft saw, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that you know the great thing about Minecraft is you know it's very blocky. It can run on almost any computer. You can have a really old computer. It's not really graphically intensive, and it allows them to port it. That's why you see uh-huh. it on every console. You see it on mobile now. So I think a lot of people realize like, oh, if we can make something that can run everywhere. Yeah, why wouldn't we do that? It's funny, though. If you were to look at a side-by-side of Minecraft running at maxed-out settings versus, say, just the bland version, it's all subtle. But there is actually a lot of improvement that happens between just your average machine and running it on something that's a little bit hardcore. Really? Yeah. I mean, and they, in the most recent update, have added a bunch of actually – a a bunch of graphics updates uh, just to – I mean – push little things I, I don't remember the list off the top well, of my head but. Uh, one of the things they added was the ability to stream natively to twitch out of yeah, minecraft they? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, um, i miss it's that it's not in the stable build i think it's in mm-hmm. the newest basically what they call the beta builds i forget what they're called right off the top of my head but like mm-hmm. they've got a, a new essentially beta build that has the new one click twitch streaming <laughs> in it it's really cool <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they were able to anyway, right? Just like through, like, but you had to have other software stuff. that would stream it for you. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean, there's a lot of people that stream using Elgato's or you know things mm-hmm. like that. Well, this makes it easier. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that uh, yeah, that's what it's called a snapshot. A snapshot. Okay. Yeah. One of the other things that I like um, about like gaming on a console is a unified storefront where it's easy to find things. And I feel like with Steam, PCs ha- have gotten there yeah and uh though it's still guess, a little spread out as some of the other companies are right keep you, trying to f- stick their own footholds in there right so i like the the unified you go one place everything's there as opposed to oh this game's not on steam maybe it's on origin you know looking yeah. for like poking around well different places to be fair though you could have the same argument of so that's 
that's where PCs divided as far as console. It would be PS4 versus you know Xbox. So you, you there's same thing. There's another company that makes another game. You can't get it without going to their thing. But you can get both of them on one machine, one physical hardware, as opposed to two separate. Right, pieces. just two different services. Yeah. Hey, you never know. There could be a game that's coded just for the Mac that doesn't run on Windows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When's the last time that happened? Uh, yeah, man can dream. I don't think that's happened. I mean, Probably no one like would have no that one, dream. Yeah. But no marathon. Like 20 years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's Halo going? I'm sure that's going to be back any day. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a little uh, sore spot for some people, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I say that jokingly, obviously. I don't think anybody develops as the Macintosh being their primary uh, delivery or the primary market for game. Yeah, although, uh, you know, it's funny. that It kind of goes back to the fact that with this whole uh, Steam box and they're pushing the Steam OS on Linux, I mean, again, no one would have really developed for Linux until they start making that move. Do you, some... do you think they will now? Do you think developers will do that just so that they can be native on Steam Machine? I mean, we talked about that a while ago. No, I don't think so. It's funny because right when we talked about that, I, I made some comments about how the driver support isn't there. And then a lot of people are like, oh, that's really old. You know, they, they've really caught up. And then just in looking at stuff at the for the Shadowplay stuff, I see a whole bunch of people posting comments going, oh, do you think the drivers for Linux will come along sometime? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, Linux is a good platform for a lot of things, but it's not usually on the cutting edge of driver support. The, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe id used to always release uh, Linux binaries for the Quake games, didn't they? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there was, a, there was at least some developers who, who uh, do that. I think it's always usually the, the exception, and it's the afterthought. It's never developed primarily for that right. platform. It's just ported in. I, I'm definitely excited about Steam machines, especially the way that I consume games, mm-hmm. uh, you know, primarily through my television, on my couch. It's uh, it's an easy solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, a lot of times you you can try to shoehorn and make those things work with like HTPCs, mm-hmm. which kind of work. Uh, mm-hmm. But I feel like you know something running on a Steam OS specifically for playing games that you get through Steam, which already controls most of you know digital delivery on the PC, is a is a good solution to that. Well, you know what's interesting, and I actually didn't realize this for a long time, but I didn't realize that. The way Xbox got its name was that it was supposed to be the direct Xbox. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be what Steam Machine is doing, where it was uh, a living room machine that ran direct X, which, you know, all the games, you know, they were getting developed for. And, like, that's sort of what it was meant to be, mm-hmm. that, that sort of vision. Like, here is the standardized hardware with mm-hmm. direct X, so you can play your, you know, sort of PC-developed games, but here in your living room. Mm-hmm. And then, it, you know, it's, it's since sort of developed into its own thing but but that was like the original vision it was is kind of and it's coming along again now from valve i think that's cool yeah yeah you know, I, I i totally agree and I, i'm I, it's, it's funny to me to think about the xbox getting its name from direct x because i feel like <laughs> back then you know direct x was still kind of vying for market dominance you know they were yeah. like OpenGL was a, a valid competitor. It was everywhere. OpenGL, the DirectX really had to rip it out of the teeth of OpenGL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not sure exactly how they ended up winning, but I think OpenGL's still around. I mean, uh, even Minecraft actually runs with OpenGL background. Mm-hmm. So it's still out there. I'm not sure who still uses it. Yeah, I, I, it's just, you know, a, a part of the dominance of, you know, owning the mm-hmm. operating system and the platform, you know. Mm-hmm. You can you, you get a lot better access to it. And Microsoft's a huge company. They can d- yeah. definitely devote a lot of resources to pushing DirectX. And it's, you know, it's grown a lot. It's great. I, remember, I think the first game I ever played that was a DirectX game was Interstate 76. I don't know if you remember that. It was like that old car combat game. It was like a 70s-style 
Uh, Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was from like the late 90s, maybe 96, 97, something like that. That sounds familiar. I can't put my finger on it. I think it was like a DirectX 2 game. I was like, holy (laughs) shit, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I think my first 3D video card was OpenGL. It was some, oh God, it was some, like I got this video card that actually didn't work with my 486, (laughs) which I ended up attempting to overclock to like 300 Uh megahertz or something to try and get it working with EverQuest. Oh God, that was like probably the worst thing i've ever done uh-huh. but i remember the first time i ever like had an, like a nice like 3d video card i thought it was nice well did you have i finally got it all working together uh-huh. and i was like oh <laughs> did you have one of the new world. the standalone 3d cards because that was how when it first started yeah. 3d cards were a standalone thing that didn't do any 2d yeah, it was like, like, it was a like you were the shit if you had like a Matrox card for your 2D <laughs> and like a Voodoo for or the your Voodoo. 3D. Yeah, no, it was it was a Voodoo Extreme. Voodoo, okay. I think that was the Extreme was after they actually tied in a 2D. I uh, think. Yeah, I think I think so. I think the Extreme was like one of the first cards that did 2D and 3D. Uh-huh. Oh, and so, it was the PCI and everything. Um, yeah, that's like what I had. Pre AGP. It was. I'm being told <laughs> that Interstate 76 was released was developed and published by Activision, released March 28, 1997. Man, so yeah, right about that time. Um, yeah, but, uh, so I think my first 3D card was, uh, God, I don't, it was a, it was an NVIDIA Riva TNT. Um, it wasn't NVIDIA then, it would have been STB or, uh. Yeah, it was, uh, Gilimot or Gimo, G-U-I-L-L-E-M-O-T. Gimo? I don't know how to say it. That may have been the third party. Yeah, that was like the third party manufacturer. I forget exactly how it's. Nvidia was born out of a couple companies like that, but yeah, it, it was. It was a Riva TNT. It had, I think it had 16 megs. Oh, I remember the Riva. Yeah, yeah. The STP Velocity 120. I feel like we're all probably dating ourselves a little bit. Uh. <laughs> it's, just, it's just showing our gaming pedigree and that uh, we've been around go. the block a few times. We know <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Gus has been around the block. Um, so if anybody wants to contribute, we have a couple hashtags for the the discussion about. Uh, console uh, and PC uh, and their benefits. Uh, we have hashtags. If you want to communicate, we can use hashtag uh, PCFTW uh, to show support <laughs> for PCs yeah. and hashtag ConsoleFTW for uh, comments. I know you're out there, consoles. PC folks. And, uh, remember what you're watching it on. <laughs> Unless you're watching it on an Xbox, in which case, Xbox, turn off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there we got them on screen. We got the, some hashtags there. Um, we're, uh, Twitter is also telling us the Chromag Rally, Mac only. Oh, also, wow. also, also, maybe Load Runner. They had to dig. Load Runner was deep. Mac only. I, no, I, I, I call bullshit uh, on that one. Uh, Bugdom. Bugdom. Don't remember that. All these, you know, intense titles of our yesteryear. We're we're talking some AAA stuff here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely a limited market. The big one that people always point to is uh, the Marathon series, which was you know games that Bungie made years ago. Do you remember their Oni game? Yeah. Yeah. That was on PC too though. Yeah, no, I played it on PC. I actually really enjoyed it. Everyone Me too, yeah. it was it was pretty universally panned and I have no idea why cuz I loved it. I mean, I I guess the environments were a bit stark. Well, it was self-shaded. But dude, like getting to like jump over a dude and then like flip him with your legs and like break his neck, that was totally sweet and you had purple hair. So yeah. Bungie did most of the developing on that, but I believe uh was it 2K who ended up uh distributing it? Uh, because Did I think they? I think what happened was like that game came out right around the time that Microsoft mm-hmm. bought Bungie, so they were primarily interested in the Halo title, so they carved out Oni, and I think that went to 2K, and 2K ended up retaining the rights for it. You know, the one thing I do remember very strongly about that game, aside from the fact that I did like it, but it always did kind of feel kind of portish. Like it, it played yeah. like it was meant to be used on a controller. 
the yeah. keyboard was kind of wonky with yeah. it. Yeah, I just got confirmation. Load Runner's been like on every platform ever. There's no way <laughs> that was a <laughs> exclusive. It was it, the Sega SG-1000. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Apple II, some Russian thing. With the, the Apple II? The VIC-20. When yeah. he says Russian thing, he means it's actually written in Russian. Yeah, some Russian word. The 82 slash 8M. Uh, PlayStation. But yeah, Xbox Live Arcade, Windows, Macintosh. <laughs> oh, so I got cl- clarification on what the Russian word is. The Pravets. The Pravets. The Series 8 and Series 16. Da, the Bul- the Bulgarian Pravets. computers manufactured in, Runs on in the town vodka. of Pravets. <laughs> the vodka cooled. Some components of software yes. were produced in Stara Zagora, Plovdiv, and Machine other Bulgarian get- cities. Well, yeah, I got sent this to make me sound like an idiot trying to read these. Machine gets too hot, pour vodka on. It Pravets makes good. And I returned to the market with laptops and Pravets OS based on open source solutions. One drink for console, so one drink like- for you. <laughs> Or you like you could use it at this distillery? Like yeah. you put potatoes in and vodka comes out the back. <laughs> <laughs> so the province, of course. I mean, I feel stupid for not knowing that. How didn't we? How didn't we know it was available on there? Uh, but yeah, it's it, the, didn't uh, get a wide release. Load Runner has been on just about everything. Hold on, I'm being told this. In October 2013, it was announced that Provitz computers would come back with the first Provitz laptop to be released in 2014. Okay, so we will be getting Provitz computers again. Sweet. Now, you heard it here first on the patch. Province. Province is making a comeback. <laughs> Eastern Bloc, baby. <laughs> Never forget. Probably powered by Raspberry Pi or something. Who knows? I mean, I, I'm actually genuinely curious. I'm going to look it up when we're done here to go find out about that. Um, so, you know, what, so we have a lot of things to talk about, and I feel like we've, we've, we've been talking a lot about PCs and consoles. But one of the things I definitely wanted to mention was that, that Jane Austen MMO successfully hit <laughs> their that, Kickstarter goal. How did that happen? Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love me some Jane Austen, but that is such a highly female demographic that it just it it could bring in an entire like a completely new demographic of MMO games. I'm really excited all, to check this game out. It is all chicks, dude. 109,000. So it had well, okay. I guess it had 1,600 backers, which that doesn't actually sound like a large number. All 1,600 of Very them. Very passionate boobs. ones. I'm, seriously, you think so? <laughs> like, look, Jane Austen fans. I love Jane Austen. But sometimes we can be a little bit weird. <laughs> so I guess the MMO is called it's uh, Ever Jane, uh, and players spend their time going to dinner parties and society events while building a reputation and spreading gossip. See, here's 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 <laughs> so the, AKA backstab the game. <laughs> here's the big problem with it is that we're every single one of us is going to try and marry Mr. Darcy. That's all any that, Jane it, Austen fan well, okay. wants to do. I guess to be fair, so like in you know World of Warcraft or whatever, there's always a big mob boss that everybody has to gang up and fight. So is that like is this the Jane Austen equivalent? But does it, everybody but have to gang case, up and marry this one guy? But, but in what, this does case, does he drop epic loot? We'll all be fighting each other. Hmm. Well, no, maybe done, 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 done. Maybe so, have to work through, together through gossip and then tie him down. We'll, we'll spread terrible, terrible. Maybe rumors. one of them has to go say. Pleasant things about Mrs. Darcy, so that she will go into another room, nope. and then you can <laughs> you can become the new Mrs. Darcy. <laughs> so apparently, the Lizzie Bennet Diaries uh, won an Emmy, and they were just nominated for a Producers Guild Award. Oh yeah, it's a web series based on uh, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, they're doing a new Emma one, as, uh, one for Emma as well. I think it's like so. Jane Austen hitting it big on the internet. Yep, <laughs> and again, all with ladies. Do you I can't know, wait to do there's, you know there's, like, a, there's a big market for that. That's a huge growth market. I feel like it is. when it comes to gaming, that's really an underserved market. Like everyone pictures, you know, sweaty nerdy guys. Like you talk about yeah. right, the guy, I mean, your the, stereotypical image of the plane rise. Yeah. It's it's definitely grown past that, thankfully. But uh, 
Yeah, no, I mean, that's, there's a niche market for just about anything at this point. Okay, next scenario. How mm-hmm. many dudes do you think are going to play this game to pick up on all of the chicks? <laughs> because, you know, it's like, it's like guys you like think male, be a hotbed of it's actual It's like male human? dancers. It's like male dancers. They're the ones who have like got their hands all over the female dancers. It's true. They're lucky. They know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight guys, theater. <laughs> Get into theater. Do it. Did you do theater? Yeah. Yeah. Did not know that about I did you. Theater. Yeah. No, this is my theater. That was the, my final major at George Southern was theater. Really? Yeah. Do you have a degree in theater? Ryan, <laughs> we're learning so many things. I had no idea. <laughs> what are you doing on a gaming podcast? Well, then I went and got a degree in computer animation. Ah, so. okay. Uh, you know, nerd. You gotta. It's, it's <laughs> animation. You know, you gotta act in animation. It worked together. You're very talented. I am. We, uh, should, we should have you do mocap. You can do like these. <laughs> if you really do, the, I think that's gestures. the first thing they actually tell you not to do. In theater. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you're gonna get on stage. You're gonna have the urge to go. Don't. Do not. They, they, they slap also, your hand from off stage. You have a lo- really long <laughs> ruler, and they like hit your hand. <laughs> Don't you dare soliloquy. <laughs> uh, it's Monologues only. <laughs> it's a team performance. Um, so Walking Dead 2, or Walking Dead Season 2, coming out this month, they uh, revealed uh, via Twitter that one of the Season 1 characters is coming back, besides mm-hmm. Clementine, uh, which was Ahmed, or Omid, and I was very not excited about that. Like, I don't remember. They probably like, could have just omitted that fact, and it would have oh, been fine. Oh, can I get one? That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> that was he, for you. He, he was not a character that I was particularly attached to in Season 1. Uh, that means he'll be dead within 30 seconds, In right? fact, I'll say I hated him. <laughs> well, do you think that means they brought him back to kill him? I mean, just, be, like, so they, you know, they've, they've brought back, you know, main character. I guess it's already been shown. I've been trying not to, like, actually say it because I know it's, mm-hmm. you know, very, it's like the spoiler for The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. But then they went and announced it and, and you know, spoiled the whole thing anyway. Um, but so they're not going to kill her because you play as her. Yes. But they might want to kill off another character that you're familiar with and, you know, have some level of attachment to. Even if you, you know, even if you don't like it, it's fine. You get the early kill in. Well, like, get the early gut twist in. That does sound like Kirkman. Robert Kirkman just loves to kill people. Yeah. God, God love him for it. Is, it, is he neighbors with George R. R. I was, was going to say, maybe they just have, like, parties and go, like, uh, you'll never guess what I've got. But they're, like, competing with they each other. They love him so much. We can kill even, I can kill even more characters than you can. Um... Also, another thing, I think you reported this on the news, that uh, a 19-year-old kid who got a job at Bungie after making so the Skyrim cool. mod. I'm, like, I'm really proud of that kid. Like, that's, a, that's an enormous accomplishment. I mean, and if you ask me, like, if you're going to try to get into the games industry, that's the way to do it. He said, I'm going to make something. This is my job application. I'm going to show you that I can start an ambitious project. I can see it all the way through. I can finish it. I can put it out there. Mm-hmm. And I have made something. Yeah, you know, I don't just want this. I have want. I I worked for this. I've created, and here is. Well, it shows also that they're work. passionate about it. You know, I think it's one of the things that we emphasize that we tell people a lot. People say like, "I want to work with you guys. I want to work." You know, doing what you guys do. It's like, you know, don't aspire to don't do it. Wait. Just start right. doing it. Have you know a portfolio? Have a catalog of stuff, mm-hmm. and just get better at it. You know, as you iterate and as you you learn and you do more. Yeah, that's oh. absolutely exactly the point that makes it really valuable to any employer, I would think, is that you come into it having already learned all the lessons that you would have lar- learned in the first year of working there. Right. Like, all the things that are going to fail with a new employee, 
you've at least gone through a lot of them. You've seen the back end of that already. And this is, this is, by the way, as a side note back to our earlier discussion, this is one of the points I thought y'all were going to bring up about uh, PCs is mods. Uh-huh. That is just a whole second life for every game. Right. Not every, but, I mean, uh, the kind of things that people will do with modding is out of there. For example, uh, Just Cause 2 multiplayer mod, they're saying is they're, they're by they hell or coming. hell high water, it's going to yeah. be done by this year. Yeah. So they've got a, a beta happening on the 7th. That game released almost four years ago. It was like March mm-hmm. of 2010. Dude, that's the I went skydiving for that game. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, so that was when I was living in Australia. I was working for Xbox there, and um, the PR guy contacted me. He was like, "We're doing like skydiving, is sort of like a press like experience thing. We're gonna send everyone skydiving, and then they're gonna go play the game." And I was like, "I was like, you're insane." He goes, "Do you want to go?" And I was so like, "Yes." Did they make you stand on the runway and fire a grappling hook at the plane as it was taking <laughs> off, and then get dragged up like or, that? Or did they make you write the review before they pushed you out of the plane? Like, <laughs> all right. If you say something good, you get the parachute. If you don't, then no. you just go. If you say something will, good, you get the green parachute. If you say something <laughs> bad, you get the red parachute. A, like, beer has never been so good as right after plummeting from the sky. Yeah, it came out March twenty third, twenty ten in the in the in North America. Well, that's and that's an ambitious project to incorporate multiplayer into a game like that. I mean, those guys did a lot of work. There's just no question. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That is definitely something that. I think it'll be interesting to see now that they have kind of the dev kit stuff going on with the Xbox, if but they open it up to some of that. No? Potentially. Well, but that's that, – I mean it is open to devs, but it's with the idea of creating original games, mm-hmm. original content, and you have to register for it. You can't just download you know, the, the creation kit and, you know, and, and run with it. Mm-hmm. I mean it's like – you know, those, those things, are, they're not easy. I started, no. like, trying to figure out how to make a Skyrim mod because I have some devious plans for one that just, like, something small but fun. Uh, and just trying to learn how to create a level. It's, like, brilliant because there's, there's so many options that it's a bit like snowboarding <laughs> where it's, like, really hard to get started to just, like, make sense of it all and figure it out. And then once you get rolling, like, once you sort of get the baby steps, then it's just... Then you're the just falling down a mountain. Up. You're, no, 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 not falling. With skiing, pretty not much, falling, yeah. Hurtling down. Hurtling down. <laughs> I went skiing once, and uh, I I couldn't stop. So, You're like, big... I, I physically could not snowplow to make myself stop. So, I decided that was not. Safe. You perform more friction-based travel. Yeah. So uh, it, was, it was a little scary for me, much like I guess creating a mod would be. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, there's a lot of crazy mods for Skyrim. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. I've downloaded every pervy one, by the way. Really? What's, yeah. a, what's, what's your pervious? What's a perviest? Um, you can make all of the guards naked with gigantic dongs. Like, how big are we talking? We're I, talking like that big. Also, <laughs> are, is there physics on the dongs? I mean, are they swinging or are they just like... They, they flop a bit. They flop a bit. <laughs> they point to true north. They, they also have... There's <laughs> multiple compass. options for uh, for circumcised versus non-circumcised. Well, I mean... But my favorite one is probably... It's incredibly simple, but it's turning all of the... It's turning all of the... Uh, Maybe. I mean, I guess Who's doing to. the old snip snip? Sorry, I didn't but, interrupt. Please continue. <laughs> but my favorite one is the one that turns all the arrows into giant pink dildos. <laughs> so it's like turning into Saints Row 4, essentially. Basically. Yeah, with, you know, but with horses and swords. Mm. The best part of that's got to be when you lodge one in something skull and it's just like... Oh, yeah. Then you, you, you walk up to them afterwards and just like the arrows, they're sticking out of like all these crazy you holes got, that oh. you made in them. I feel like the best part would be Sexy. like forgetting you installed all those mods and then months later coming back to the game and being like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on with all these big dildos? <laughs> or if your mom happens to come and look over your shoulder while you're playing the game. Oh, yeah. Dead Rising. I'm being told. I just got reminded that Dead Rising 3 has that dildo launch. I don't know if you've encountered it. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. I it was. Uh, that. You know what my, what my big complaint about the dildo launcher is? Mm-hmm. 
it's, it only launches one at a time. You're like you're dealing with thousands of zombies. That's true. And, and you're launching arc. one dildo I, at a time. I, what if we got one like it launched ten at a time and like out like that, like in or a bang. more than anything. Even more simple. My wish was for a fully automatic dildo launcher. Like as it is, you have to pull the trigger each time you want to shoot. I just want to hold the trigger down and be like thump 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 thump. You know? Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice if you could like tack them to the wall too. And so right now they're just kind of like an arc. It's like. Woo. You know the um, was it uh, Saints Row Four initially got was banned in Australia? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the the dildo weapon. Yeah. Because was, you could because it was, you could possibly three right. Yeah, I think it was. Was it three? Well, there were four. There was, four was the probulator. Well, four was the probulator as uh-huh. well as the use of the space drugs. Okay, that's oh, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got it mixed up because it also has a giant yeah. dildo. Yeah, yeah. Three did have the. My, three was the giant purple dildo. Right. right. My bad, getting my dildo guns mixed up. We uh, dildo gaming. <laughs> we did a, an event in London. Sounds uh, like something the, the Jane Austen crowd might want. I don't know. Oh, right. <laughs> jeez. Sorry. The we did the MCM London Comic Con the uh, the right before Saints Row the Third came out, uh-huh. and we were right next to the THQ booth. And because it's a mature game, they had to have everything walled in, and you know they had to check ID to let people people in to see the game and play it and we we're setting up one morning before the show opened and i guess like the guy in charge of that booth was going around and like briefing all the employees what they needed to do and he had a giant replica of the in-game <laughs> dildo like on a stick and was just like walking around like pointing out directions like like Patton, you know with a fucking giant purple dildo i mean like we're gonna set up lines here we're gonna let the people in there <laughs> stand your ground man did it actually Wobble too. It did. It had, was... Only at the tip did it wobble. Oh, that's nice. It's not a dildo if that doesn't have a little bit of a comic wobble. <laughs> well, that's what makes it funny. I mean, if it was just, then it'd be kind of scary. Yeah. The wobble gives it a little bit of comic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, how does it wobble? Wobble wobble. <laughs> uh, we also, I feel like we would be negligent in our duties. If we didn't mention that the Spike VGX Awards or VGX, VGX, yeah, this is, is this weekend. It. Really? It's a Saturday. Yep. Cool. And uh, it's going to be streaming everywhere. Uh, like the list, I'm looking at the list here. They're uh, doing a ton of reveals, new trailers, new information. It's going to be. It sounds like it's going to be pretty crazy. Well, it's, they're pushing hard for somebody to watch it this year. It's streaming Saturday, oh. December seventh, beginning at six p.m. Eastern, five p.m. Texas. I have no. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. No, just not. like, just like Ryan's sassy. Uh, he's, he's, he's got his laptop. He's happy and sassy. I haven't, yeah, I haven't slept in like two weeks. So yeah. It'll be streamed on the PlayStation 3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Twitch, iOS, Android devices, Yahoo Screen, Hulu, and VGXLive.com, Spike.com, ComedyCentral.com, MTV.com, MTV.com, MTV2.com, BET.com, and GameTrailers.com. Wow. So I think you cannot go to any website that will not be streamed. I think it's going to be streamed on more services than it'll have people watching. <laughs> But I'm, I'm excited. Like you mentioned, there's going to be... I'm not trying to downplay no, your, your snarky remarks. But no, no, no. no. I, I, well, I totally agree. No, we, is it supposed we, we to be better this year? No, is it supposed to be better The only thing I'm really excited about is the new uh, stuff they're going to be showing off. Uh-huh. Uh, they're going to have, supposedly, new information about Titanfall, uh, the, that Remedy game, Quantum Break, uh, Double Fine's game, Broken Age, uh, Techland's open world zombie game, Dying Light, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, The Division, which, of course... Yeah. We haven't heard anything about it, I think, since E3. Yeah, they basically went quiet on it, I think, while they were getting all of the next-gen stuff out. Well, you know, they hit a high with the door-closing technology. I, I cannot well, wait to they... close that door. <laughs> 2014 cannot get here fast enough. You know, it's weird. I thought... I kind of thought that they went quiet on it to give... Um, oh, now my... Watch Dogs? Blank. Watch Dogs. There we go. Mm. I was like, you know, the one with the underscore. Uh, to give Watch Dogs, like, sort of, like, the, their full attention. Mm-hmm. But with that being delayed, why well, it's still quiet. 
Well, they're, they're probably focusing on Watch Dogs still to get it out. Isn't that uh-huh. coming out like in March? Yeah, they've delayed it to March or April. Mm-hmm. So they're probably going to focus on that. And I'm sure April. once Watch Dogs comes out, we'll start hearing more yeah. information. Or maybe they'll start with more information after the VGX this weekend. So, okay, all kidding aside, is it supposed to be better this year? Because the, the talk about any of the Spike Video Game Awards has never been well, I'm well, hoping. Let's, let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Awards wise, who cares? Fair enough. Like some yeah. people win awards, they'll put it, you know, on the the game of the year edition of their games, and that's all going to be really cool. But what we care about as gamers is all the reveals that are going to happen. That's mm-hmm. how they'll get people to tune in, right? right? Is the fact that we'll be able to see Division and Broken Age, which I want to hear more I, about. I, I'm and hoping. I'm hoping also that they focus more on games and less on pandering to like d-list celebrities I, yeah. and, and, and focusing on highlighting on that stuff it is streaming so they're you know as opposed to being like a, a televised event so it's entirely possible that they're going a bit more core yeah. has anyone ever been booed off the internet <laughs> what about style what about what about that microsoft guy that who, Microsoft was, who, guy? who was like, screw people without internet. Why would you even want to live there oh. anyway about the Xbox One Wait, no, didn't stuff. he get booed into another CEO position somewhere else? No. He well, got booed I, out of a job. Yeah, he, he got booed out of Microsoft, essentially. But he, he left Microsoft internet. to go become a CEO name? of something else. I don't think he became a CEO. Oh, no, you're thinking of Don Matrick. Oh, okay. he, no, I'm not thinking of Don Matrick. No, he, that's I'm who he's thinking of. Thinking of. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, you're thinking, you're, she's thinking of the guy who got in the Twitter uh, flame war with that guy. Oh. Yeah, and he was, well, he was posting on things like, why would you live there anyway? Right. Um, so w- I don't know why that made me think about this, but uh, one of the other articles I read before we came on today was uh, Epic Games Vice President Mark Rain or Ryan R E I N said that he is not sold on second screen gameplay yet, oh, which is something reason. I totally you agree so? with. I tried the second screen experience with Dead Rising Three, uh-huh. and uh, I have an iPad, right? So I just set up the iPad next to me. I was like, all right, cool, I can use. This for my map and stuff. Yeah. But the thing you don't realize, you've played Dead Rising 3, right? And I've used the, the smart glass. That guy too. fucking will not stop calling you. What? What? The guy who calls you in-game and gives you side missions. Is he, like, yeah. super needy? Yeah, he calls all the time on my iPad. It's like, oh, my I, God. He's never called me he once. He calls me, like, every minute. I'm having to, like, pause the game and be like, shut up. I don't, what I don't need he to talking hear this. About? He's just, like, flavor text. He, on, on, the, on, on the second screen, he's always asking for porn. He's like, maybe there's porn there. I, I don't know if it sees my iPad history and it's like tailoring stuff for me. <laughs> so tell uh, us more about. Oh, yeah. He also gives you a food mission that you can never complete. Like, you like have it's to. a broken mission? You, no, no, no. It's a repeatable mission. You have to take oh. four pieces of food and you put them in a box at a safe house. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you do that, then he's like, hey, great. Do it again. And then he constantly calls you and texts you to remind you to do it. He's like, I see the fucking mission. You cannot clear it. So it's like, it's maddening when I see my mission list and there's that one. It's like, that's never going away. Weird. I've, he's not once bothered me through my smart glass app. But to be fair, I haven't used it a lot. Like I used it and I have ran around with the map for a couple hours. And in that time, he never bothered me. So I'd, I've never even heard this. And then I, I haven't used it since. Well, but. my understanding of Margarine's, um, I guess why he's not really sold on it is because you have the controller in your hands and you have to put the controller down and pick up the second screen thing, yeah. interact with it, yeah. put it back down, and then pick the controller back up. Yeah. So in that regard, I actually think the Wii U comes out on top because it's already there. It's, it's already the controller. It's just like you just look down and then you tap and you know you put your hand back in place. But the controller is just to, like massive and well, kind of crazy. Yeah, there is there is that. But <laughs> Adam Orth. Adam Orth, there we go. Thanks, uh, Internet. Thank you. thank you, fact checker. Right over there. Thanks, fact checker. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's definitely a compromise. You know, I feel like the Wii U controller is just ridiculous, though. It is mm-hmm. pretty significant, but I don't, like, I've been playing Wind Waker on it, and I have no problems with it whatsoever. 
-hmm. Like I, it's been perfectly comfortable. If I have any complaint, it's that the battery on it doesn't last nearly long enough. Like I like to game for like five or six hours at a time and the gamepad just doesn't last that long. Can you disable the screen on it or is it? If, are you playing on the screen here, or are you playing on the no, screen? No, I play on the TV, but uh-huh. then I have all my menu options on the screen. Okay, so you can't disable that, really? I don't know. I mean, I know that you can do the off-screen play, so, you know, theoretically, you, so you should be able to say, turn this off and only do it on the TV, mm-hmm. So, but I have not, do you I don't know think that's an option, I don't know it. console manufacturers will open up controller APIs to the point where third parties could make controllers that snap onto, like, an iPad like this? Nope. And you could play your game and have your second screen integrated? That seems nope. like it kind of looked like the Shield, really. Yeah, That's that true. would be a lot like the Shield. Or like mm. the Wii U, uh, like Wii U. gamepad. Just just buckle half a controller on either side of the iPad? Yeah. <laughs> strap, <laughs> strap yourself in and enjoy the ride. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what we're getting to is a point where it might be nice to have a gaming cockpit. Like, where you want... Something that's you can settle in and have access to your second screen, yeah, that's or third convenient. screens, or just wait till Oculus Rift and it's all there. You, you just go. turn and your head to the side, and, and there it is. And there's another argument in PC's favor, by the way, is they're they're basically deprioritizing any console stuff for Oculus Rift because they're saying that the hardware is too limited. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely something that hinders consoles. Is you know, a console comes out and it has to have a shelf life of at least a minimum of you know five years. Uh-huh. Uh, and in, this, in the most recent case, I think the 360 went eight years. So you know, the hardware does not age well. And you talk about things like the Xbox One who have you know, DDR3 RAM instead of DDR5, like the PS4. It's like, how well is that going to age over, over time? Oh. It, is, it is weird to me that this... Like, so when the 360 came out, it supported HD, even though that was almost not a thing yet. Like, mm-hmm. there, there were, like HD was start, kind of starting to come in, really similar to how 4K is now, where it's like, it's available, it's not, like, widely adopted, but, like, it's there if you have the money to drop on it. But they said, no, this is, like, you know, for both that and the PS3, they said, no, we're going to support HD because that's where the future's going. And this time they were like, technology, eh, let's focus on yeah. services. Yeah. We're going to get them I, all internet. I th- technically, I played my first HD video game on the original Xbox. It was Soul Calibur 2. I bought the high-definition breakout pack oh, yeah. specifically for that. And uh, the TV I bought to do that was like 500 bucks. It's right over there. It's a tiny like little 13-inch TV. <laughs> um, what, so you mentioned uh, like a cockpit you want to get into uh-huh. that uh, you know you can do everything. Like, Have you ever seen that subreddit, Battle Stations? No. Where people post like their gaming setup and it's like serious. I like, will. Uh, so like, there's an, here's an example if we can cut to it of someone's battle station. They've got uh, a bunch of they've got arcades. They've actually got the they've got like store GameStop demo stores. units. That's amazing and uh, and everything there. Uh, so we are at time. The, uh, the hey, the, stop shaking it. Well, it had stopped making flowing. it go faster. Well, the, that's because time stopped. Yeah, no, it means keep talking. No, the time, <laughs> the, the the sand was not moving. I was wondering why we were at an hour and that had not stopped yet. The sand was ancient technology up. failing us right there. So, uh, you know, people, if you want to keep, continue tweeting uh, about <laughs> consoles and PCs, please continue use the PCFTW and consoleftw hashtag. Uh, we'll probably jump on Twitter. Well, I'll jump on Twitter and I'll I'll weigh in in a bit. But um, thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back next Monday with another episode of RT Podcast, and next Wednesday with another episode of the Patch. Bye. Bye. I miss you.